0: Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW. void, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Cameras on your phone and your computer. That's where we are. Now, Slack just said his Xbox records everything he says in his house.
2: Allegedly, yeah.
3: Yeah, it kind of was like they. Vizio
1: they, TVs are spying on you. That came out our this week. There, yeah. A
3: like we all woke up with a Bono D pick in our phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That would've been
2: great. That's, that's the next generation of Kardashians. You Wait. don't have to seek it out.
3: Yep. It's, I think this one is.
2: You. I think this is the Edge's penis. Why? <laughs> it has a little snow cap on it. it a little... Randy
1: Bauman and the DVE Morning Show. Penile knit hat there. Lisa Landry is at the Improv all weekend long with Norlex, and she's in studio right Hello. now with us. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, you I'm look cold. wonderful. I know <laughs> you're a Texan, right?
4: I'm Louisiana, close. Louisiana, okay. yeah, less money,
1: right.
4: <laughs> Same oil, less money,
1: right? Well, you know, these this is a cold uh time of year to be up in Pittsburgh, but yeah, we appreciate you being it's here
4: 37,000 degrees below. Yeah, it's it's brutal
1: <laughs> this morning. Uh, well, it was 18 earlier. The sun is out now, though, so. Uh, we it's haven't had that 20. in a while. Yeah, We'll take it. Uh, these guys are at the Improv this weekend. Lisa Landry and Norlex are there all weekend long. 412-462-5233. Improv.com. And uh, go check them out. And she's just going to hang with us in the studio for a while. And it's great to see you again. And welcome back to The Berg.
4: Thank you for having me.
1: News brought to you this hour by Falcone's Moon Township Automotive. I'm Val Porter. Well, she's out of town. Val will be back on Monday. <laughs> President Trump will uh, host Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Everybody's calling him Abe. You see it written. It's just A-B-E. Yeah. Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe. Trade and security are expected to be hot topics when the two leaders meet in the Oval Office. I'm sure they're going to talk a lot of golf, too.
3: And he's a huge fan of Abe Lincoln, I bet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They'll also hold a joint news conference. Trump and Abe will later head to Trump's Florida estate for the weekend. The weekend agenda is expect- oh, there you go. expected to include some golf. The Trump team has dubbed the president's Mar-a-Lago estate.
5: The Winter White House. The Winter White House. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? a nice ring to it. Yes. Hey, they're just trying to cash that bread for when he's out of there, man. <laughs> 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 that's, that's all it is, man. Just start marketing yeah. that baby right now. They'll turn it into
4: a B&B. Yeah. <laughs>
1: president Trump is telling China's president that his administration will now continue honoring the longstanding One China policy. This is the thing that he blew up right away. Before he was, when he was just president elect, Trump spoke on the phone with Xi Jinping, or Xi Jinping, sorry, Thursday night. The White House says the conversation was extremely cordial and that Trump will honor uh, Xi's request that the U.S. follow the policy requiring Washington to maintain unofficial ties with Taiwan, but regard the communist rulers in Beijing as the only government of China. Now, Trump upset Beijing when he accepted a phone call from Taiwan's leader congratulating him after he won the White House in November. Trump said afterward he didn't feel bound by the one China policy that has defined U.S.-China relations
3: since 1979. He said the only way he would do it is if he got a good deal. You know he didn't know what that deal was. Yeah. He put them on hold. He's like, guys, I'm, I don't know about you guys. I only want one China. I don't want <laughs> two, two Chinas. So I think this is a good deal for us.
5: You know they got on the phone and somebody was like, Hey, bro, you need to relax all that right now. Right? <laughs>
4: right. Do you not know all they all own that. us. They <laughs> own us. Stop messing with them yeah. on Twitter, bro. We yeah. make all
5: your
3: stuff, Donald. Yeah, please. What's kind of like? Ties. It's kind of like taunting Sally May <laughs> when you just graduated college. <laughs> I can't do that. You know the calls ramp up. They call you fifty five times a day. Gone. To call your marker in on that one, New Jersey. I wonder if they do they call us to, to pay our debts to, to bring our account current? They could,
4: I think that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah
3: they could. Can we put it into forbearance just for a little <laughs> bit longer, like four years? Just do what
2: I did, just hide from the creditors for a long time.
1: Just move. That's all you do gotta do. Radio show in Pittsburgh. Right. That's right. Yeah. America's
2: gonna have to move back in with its parents for a while.
4: <laughs> Are we going to England? It's yeah. cold
1: there. there you go. A New Jersey woman who recently turned 114 has died.
2: Damn, oh, well. oh. <laughs> Damn <laughs> heroin. Her dark. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> New Jer- so yeah. sudden.
2: Jeez. It's the pills.
4: We've got to get everybody on the pod. I'm
1: telling you. NewJersey.com reports Adele Dunlap, the oldest person living in America, passed away Sunday at 100 Dawn Mental Medical Center. Dunlap was reportedly among the top 10 oldest people in the world. That honor goes to a woman in Italy who is 117 years old. She
4: probably took her out. <laughs> that was an Illuminati hit. That,
1: that was. Mm-hmm.
5: So she, she wanted that
4: record?
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah.
4: My girl.
3: She's
1: inching up on me. It's the Bilderberg group coming together.
4: <laughs> it's alien. The Bilderberg-y. The, the, the
1: uh, current oldest living American is 113 years and 176 days old.
5: That's a terrible record to have. I mean, the only way to lose that record is to die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way you come you, up off of that. You get a
4: belt, but it's a depends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to give it back. You, you walker and that's it. You Do send it somewhere. to the next person. <laughs> it's very wet by now. Whole Foods <laughs> is
1: closing nine stores while putting the brakes on plans to open 1,200 plus stores. The company blames sluggish sales for the move. Whole Foods co-founder and CEO John Mackey told analysts the company plans to be more financially disciplined than it has been in the past. <laughs> Mackie says closing the store is a difficult but prudent decision. By April 9th, the company says it will shut down two stores in Colorado, two in California, and one each in Chicago, New Mexico, Utah, Arizona, and Georgia. I mean, don't forget, Whole Foods is the store that at one point they had cucumber water that they were selling Mm -hmm. for like $7, and it was just water.
3: That had a cucumber in it. it. That's not. Yeah, it's not even a thing. And, and there's no benefit. There's no. Was way. it cucumbers or asparagus? That's gross. Oh, let's hope it's not asparagus. Yeah, that's, That'd yeah. be nasty. that's That's even grosser. Yeah. yeah, I think
1: it was cucumber. I, I could be mistaken. It might have been asparagus. But either way, there was, the same going in. There was no health benefit. <laughs> they were just making stuff up, and then the mindless. People who walk around Whole Foods and can be talked
5: snowflakes. into joining. Yeah,
1: the snowflakes. So you, so you mean to tell <laughs> me that the, being the bougie healthy.
5: supermarket food market has <laughs> finally collapsed and nobody yeah, want to go to uh, Whole Foods anymore? Everything to...
3: is obnoxious about that. So you got to bring truly, your own bags. It's truly
5: yeah, obnoxious. man. I'm, I'm tired of seeing all these people walking around with these orange beanies. <laughs> That's the Whole Food crowd. Mm-hmm.
2: Orange beanies,
5: yeah. Okay. Orange beanies are things like the hipster uniform these days. It's got the oh, orange yeah. beanie. Oh yeah. Walk around Whole Foods again thirty-five dollar quinoa. That's our that uniform.
2: The last time I was there, I, I, I there was some pie recipe. Wanted to make some special pie, and it had like Whole Foods kind of specialty ingredients. Yeah. So I, I didn't pay attention going around the store. I only got stuff for this pie, and my ch- bill was thirty eight dollars for, yeah. for one pie. Did
1: it have so I, that wine? you had not made that <laughs> I had not made? Yeah, it. It. It's like
2: I'm going to go to Eden Park and get nine pies. Yes. I made oh. a
4: tray of brownies for Super Bowl. It cost me sixty five bucks. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I live in a medical state, so <laughs> <laughs> there you go. my brownies are the bomb. Man, <laughs> are those
3: ingredients cost more than any of the other ones. Yeah. I can't see
4: thirty-eight bucks for pie. That must have been a. I, I would lick that. I wouldn't even chew it. <laughs> uh, we, just like slowly put it behind so my. Teeth the and Taste be, it all day. N- no
2: one can eat this. Put this in the china hutch I, and just leave take it there.
4: Pictures of it. Well,
2: that's why they
3: have the smaller carts so you
2: can feel <laughs> good about right, the stuff right. you've
3: bought. Do you, you really make your own edibles? I do. All right. So, how do you? What do you do to extract the pot? Or
1: do you just use oil? I do you use already the get-
4: oven. I'm old school. So you just, <laughs> but you don't like separate,
1: you don't like cook it in butter. And no, I, I'm, I'm
4: extra... vegan, so I'm not a whole food vegan, a vegan but uh, right. I don't go to that place. But uh, yeah. So I, you
1: literally just put it in the. I put
4: it in coconut oil. Coconut oil. Yeah. Okay. A fourth you... to uh, half a cup of coconut oil. Can I do this here? Am I yeah. Gonna get a <laughs> oh. no, I mean, you can't make you them
1: didn't in bring them with you. You, can you can make them. In, and in... I didn't bring it if anybody's listening from the TSA. <laughs> You're right.
4: Uh, so, yeah. You just put it in the oven. You just let it cook you the half an hour you just put the you the flour in there for half an hour right. you seal it you put it in the oven two fifteen mm-hmm. you take it out after half an hour and then you put your oil in there. And then you put it in for 45 minutes, take it back out, smash everything down, make sure that you got everything going into the oil. It was
1: nice. You got like a little paladina pot thing going on You put it back right in. You mm-hmm. take it back
4: out. You put it in the freezer. You let it sit at least two hours, preferably longer. I got this on Dude Grows, by the way. This Dude is a, not my recipe. Shout out, because it's rad. This is a great recipe. <laughs> not like I've tried a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then you just, if you put it back in again, it gets nice and extra sleepy.
3: So here's my question. Oh, is, that would be a great show for Food Network. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, edibles. Just uh, edible baking. I mean, before
1: Sessions got put in, you might have seen that coming. I think we're going to have a little bit of a break on uh, – on, uh, you, you think the,
4: Loretta, hopeful, Loretta Lynch would have been game? I don't know. I, I, mean, <laughs> she, I think she's probably smoking. That <laughs> woman had a hard gig. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: How do you – I mean, don't you have times where you don't evenly distribute – the, the pot and the brownies, and then no. like you get one that's like super strong, and then one that's not.
4: No, because if you melt it all down into the oil, that's what you're going to cook with, so it, it gets evenly distributed. Mm-hmm.
1: Because I never trust that someone's like, Oh, here's the two brownies. I always feel like, Well, one of those could uh, knock someone out for three days.
4: Yeah, but edibles are very hard to gauge. That's the whole trip <laughs> right remember when oh, Maureen God.
1: Dowd ate that whole candy bar in her hotel room in Denver like when they first legalized it in Denver oh she, and she started bugging out she you ate like 50 one. milligrams Ooh. like just sitting in her bed and she and,
4: weighs like 85 pounds
1: and she started halluc- she had this horrible hallucin- hallucination for like 12 hours and just wrote about how horrible it is and everyone's like yeah it says on it don't, don't eat, eat the, the whole thing, thing. But when, you know, when you see a
3: candy bar. You don't know what you're doing, <laughs> <but> <laughs> right? Well, it sometimes,
4: good. too, you know, you have, you have a little bit of edible, and then you get the munchies, and there's nothing else to eat. And <laughs> yeah. then you're just in the trap of going back and dosing yourself more just because you got the hungers.
1: Wow, that's, like, the <laughs> oldest, like, uh, pothead story in the book is,
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. void voidwork prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, it's not working. Let's see. Why
4: uh, is Jesus in the corner? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Pittsburgh's Rebellion gearing up to join Women's Legends Football League with an open tryout this weekend. The Pittsburgh Rebellion is an expansion team in the Legends Football League. They'll play their games at Highmark Stadium in Station Square. The team is looking for players. An open tryout will be held Saturday morning at Green Tree Sportsplex, formerly known as the Lingerie Football League.
5: (laughs) That's that's what that is. The LFL plays
1: seven-on-seven games of (laughs) full-contact tackle football in spring and summer. Players now wear performance apparel instead of lingerie. Uh, along with shoulder pads, elbow pads, knee pads, and hockey-style helmets with clear visors. The field is 50 yards between end zones and 30 yards wide. Pittsburgh will be a member of the Western Conference, along with the Los Angeles Temptation, the Seattle Mist, and the Austin Acoustic. That's some serious uh, traveling for away
5: games. Yeah. Uh, the Mist? Yeah. Oh, man. What is performance like wear? Is that
1: like it's what Lady fun. Gaga was yeah, wearing in the Seattle, second half of her Seattle, performance? Yeah. yeah, I think so. That's uh, So that's pretty interesting that they're actually having that in Pittsburgh, especially b- being that those other teams are so far away. The Omaha Heat, the Atlanta Steam, and the Los Angeles Temptations. Some These of the are
5: other. are horrible names for
1: a lot Atlanta Steam.
5: <laughs> <laughs> the Heat, the yeah. Mist. Come on, man. Too many innuendos here right now. Right. Too many.
1: I feel like in- I should get San checked Diego for Swamp Ass. Yeah. There's
4: a lot of. Make huh? a
5: Planned Parenthood trip.
1: The Mississippi trip real quick. be
4: moist. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: BuzzFeed just ran a survey that asked people if they suck or bite different foods. That well, Wait, yeah, what? I don't like. Here's the results: gummy bears, bite,
4: bite, yeah, ninety percent
1: bite without sucking first. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate. What are we talking about right now? Chocolate. Allergic. Seventy-seven percent bite. Twenty-three just. They they man. <laughs> I can't eat mayonnaise. <laughs> orange slices, seventy-three percent bite. Who wouldn't bite an orange slice? You
4: put it in your drink. Yeah. <laughs> A beer. Uh,
1: ice cubes. It half bite, half suck. Who neither? You know if you chew
4: ice. You got sexual. Uh, uh, what a- do you- aggression? Frustration? frustration yeah frustration I couldn't think of the word like
1: when you peel the label off your beer bottle wasn't that another one people used to always say that oh right yeah now a lot of those labels aren't on the
3: same way they're- yeah mm.
5: like they're like actually on the bottle yeah thing, right?
3: I think I was so frustrated at one point I ate the bottle and that's <laughs> just
5: not gonna get you laid
3: Altoids 25%
1: bite 75% suck Hey Slack, this story one hundred percent sucks.
3: <laughs>
1: I'm not reading the rest of that. That one's dumb. We'll be back with suck or bite.
4: <laughs>
1: Slack's my news uh, uh, coordinator this morning. That's all right. Yeah, Val's job's hard. I know it is. She she goes through all of that stuff.
5: I'm just hoping uh, Milton Burrow comes back up. I no, yeah, <laughs> Berle, you know, penis it.
1: may have uh, had its only found its way into this segment. Showing it really is big of the morning. Um, Wait, what happened? Well, we were talking about Milton Berle's huge penis. He's got a huge pe- He had a huge penis. Uh, we were talking about legendary big penises, guys with big
3: ones.
4: Dillinger. Did you ever see that photo? No. Of his corpse? Really? Was it Dillinger? I think it was.
3: John. He couldn't even turn over in his grave.
4: It was like sticking. Uh, it was way out. People were coming to show their respects to the body. And <laughs> no kidding, <laughs> the body was showing respect respecting. back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, Dillinger. I didn't realize that. Yeah, the um the guy from U two, the bass player from U two, has like a uh, he's he's well endowed as well. That's how we got. He can play But is that in the all hands?
4: bass players? Isn't that like you're tall and skinny and lanky? That's like your. You know, I'm profiling. No right. But, you know?
1: <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm not sure. Like none come to mind now, like uh but but there are people who are you know, that's their their claim to fame. Everyone's like, Oh yeah. This guy plays tricks with his or something like that.
5: Jeez.
3: Real quick, I just Googled uh John Dillinger penis. Um not safe <laughs> for work.
1: No, yeah. Yeah and
2: yeah, it's uh yeah.
4: It's a it, flagpole. It's pretty prestigious, yeah. It's
1: was it, it, it was when he was dead?
4: Yeah, yeah is I'm it like R- Rigor
1: Mortis? It's,
3: it's either that or he mortis has- wood. Or he was buried with his favorite Tommy gun, one or the
1: other.
4: (laughs) It's a good piece.
1: All right. Now, Valentine's Day is coming up, and Americans will spend almost $4 billion.
4: Trying to get some.
1: Yeah, on a night out for Valentine's Day this year. If you're looking to save some cash, here are four restaurants offering promotions that will let you eat for free or cheap. Hooters. We already told you about this. Hooters will give you 10 free wings if you bring in a picture of your ex <laughs> and, and let them shred it for you. Nice. That's a Where is there promo. a Hooters? Yeah. <laughs> There's no Hooters around here. No. Not anymore. Uh, I don't know how to say this. Fogo de Chao. Is that how you say that? I think F- it's Fogo de Chao. Chao. I think so. All right. If you make a reservation... To have dinner anytime between today and Valentine's Day, you receive a complimentary lunch or dinner card that you can return and use anytime before the end of April. I'm not sure why. (laughs) Qdoba. Qdoba's doing a promotion called Qdoba for a Kiss, which is good for buy one, get one free entree on Valentine's Day. You just have to kiss your significant other. Or if you're single, they say you can plant one on a photo of your favorite celebrity on your cell phone. That's just weird.
4: weird. That's really weird.
1: I would make them, like, make out with a burrito or something or do something else to (laughs) it. Burrito sucker bite this burrito. have to make out
5: one of the random bums that lives in every McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we play
3: that. Kiss that bum. You got to open mouth kiss Fernando. Yeah, come on, come on. And the Waffle wanna...
1: House probably isn't the restaurant you think of when you're trying to be romantic, but many locations go all out for Valentine's Day with candles, dim lights, cloth napkins, tablecloths, and special like rib eye and eggs.
5: Come Pop. on, are we going down to Waffle House tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, yeah, so apparently that's like a good place to go to get it on, Waffle House. Uh, so I'm going to
4: stay home many brownies. There you go. Lisa Landry's, <laughs> Landry's
1: famous brownies. Lisa's at the Improv all weekend long, and it's been a little while since you've been there. Is everything good?
4: Yeah, it's great. Has it
1: been a whole year since you've been here?
4: It feels like it.
1: Oh, my God. I think it was.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't remember the snow.
1: Your hair's different. I like it. Thank you. It looks cool. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You're rocking the silver.
4: It's Yeah, it's like blue and silver.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How often do you switch up your hair?
4: Um uh, every time I shampoo it, it just does something different. That <laughs> so thing about got, all these different hair colors. So it's like a mood
1: ring for Pretty you. Pretty
4: much it was purple four weeks ago and now it's denim. So it's just doing its thing.
1: Oh, I like it. It looks Thank cool. You. Everything's okay in your world. Are you still are you were you were married before?
4: Uh yeah. <laughs> I ended that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well now did you get divorced before you started doing comedy or
4: no, I was um I actually met him when I was an open micer.
5: Oh so, yeah, was yeah. he
1: also a comedian?
4: No, he just he's a frustrated person who probably wishes he was a comedian.
1: A lot of that deep, huh? Deep, mm, yeah. yeah. So he's an alt right guy.
4: Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> he's just alt wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. He's the devil. Every time I get a tarot card reading done, he shows up. It's the devil. They're like, "This doesn't mean what you think it means." I'm like, "Nah, it's my ex husband. What's he doing now?"
1: <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. So wait, do you are you out and about dating, or did you just give up on that? I've given up why
4: um, you're like really pretty
1: my... and you're like oh, uh, you're cool bohemian kind of chick
4: yeah but I, I just have bad taste like there's great dudes but they just I, we don't go out right <laughs> <laughs> like you know you can introduce me to a good dude with a job and a vocabulary of sweet words and mm-hmm. I'm just like does he have an unemployed brother with a substance abuse problem like to punch a chick every <laughs> once in a while <laughs> huh? That's... when's he coming I shaved right <laughs> 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 horrible taste yeah, well, you
3: know.
1: It is what it is. That's it is it's it like is. unique to like the, the, the broken person archetype comedian. You can never be in like a healthy relationship. There's never, never a comic who has like this like Tom Hanksian sort of relationship. Like Tom well, they Hanks broke is the- <laughs> they, yeah, broke they, they, they broke up too. What's that? Yeah, they broke up too. They broke up They're dunzo. Did they really? Yeah, oh, they're yeah. totally dunzo. Oh my god, I didn't even realize that. Man. I, there's nothing to believe
3: in anymore. Sorry no.
5: to ruin it's your it's Friday. There's no
4: rules anymore. just Will and Jada at this point. <laughs>
1: and even we'll their relationship is totally bizarre.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah, she probably has like a set it off side piece. <laughs> Who knows what he's doing? They're Scientologists, aren't they? Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, they're like quiet Scientologists. They're kind of like Oprah. They're like that, like, don't tell anybody we're Scientologists, Scientologists. But they're the kind of silent- Scientologists I'd want to be. If I was famous, I could see how Scientology would be cool.
5: Oh, that's a cool little bubble to be in. Right. Yeah, right,
1: but if you're not famous, you have to wash their motorcycles and their boats and stuff like that, <laughs> and nobody wants to do that. Well, I mean, if you want to become a Sea Org, you have to. I know, but that's like a crappy lot in life. You got to wear a dumb blue shirt and oh. then go around watching uh, Tom Cruise's cars.
5: Yeah, I don't think we want them uh, sending the whole way to Scientology after D V more to shut up. <laughs> not at apparently, all. Apparently, they really go after folks, right? Like, they'll submarine anybody. Yeah, they will. Isn't there a,
3: there's yeah. a Scientology building in the South Side, right? There is. On Carson.
5: There, there is Which a- is
3: weird because I think, isn't it in between like a vape shop and a bar? <laughs>
5: you mean the least holy place in all?
3: <laughs> in
4: yeah. Pittsburgh? The least
3: holy? Yeah, sometimes that's where you find religion, though. <laughs> Lisa
1: Landry is uh, at the Improv all weekend long. 412-462-5233 and improv.com along with our buddy Norlex. And it's always a pleasure to see you, Lisa.
4: Thank you so, much. so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Mike back. has your
1: sports coming up next. Sid, uh, how d- is he doing in that race for 1,000 points? And uh, the Pens did pretty well last night uh, looking ahead, at heading to Arizona on the dad's trip. Mike has the lowdown for you. Did you back.
0: watch Channel
1: 11 News this morning?
4: business with low prices on presentations, signs, pens, mugs, and more. And right now, you can get 15% off custom signs and banners. In 324, see an associate for details. Staples, make more happen.
0: Now get any size McCafe coffee for just $1 at McDonald's. I'm loving it.
1: DVE Sports. All right, Mike Pursuit has got your sports right now on the DVE morning show. Lucky Land Casino
6: asking people what's the
0: weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
4: Lucky?
6: Where we left off a little bit last hour, talking about this dynasty thing and, and the greatest—that
1: one was. got at you. I wasn't—I uh, wasn't exactly articulating very well what I was trying to say to you. What I—what I meant to say by that discussion was that people like to pick and choose what championships count in their minds. They do, and when it's the Patriots, they like to say, "Well, a hundred years ago, somebody won seven championships," but when it's the. St- Steelers or the 49ers they only use the modern era as
6: their equivalent well either way you slice that the Patriots are not the greatest dynasty of all time all right okay this is making me feel better I think you can say this is very subjective let me preface the conversation with that but Tom Brady has five Super Bowls so you could you could argue that he's the greatest quarterback of all time you're never gonna figure that out conclusively who is or who is not that? But he certainly has a compelling argument. Uh, the Patriots have won five championships in sixteen years. Now it's it's the Super Bowl era. It's the free agent era. It's pretty good, but uh, the Steelers won four in six in the seventies. That that championship winning percentage of six sixty six dwarfs New England's three thirteen. Okay, but as as we all conveniently forgot in the seventies. The Packers won five in seven years, from 1961 through 1967, which is better than four and six. Yeah, but the Steelers stunk in that decade, Mike, so nobody cares. And that was, you know, that that was the NFL Championship game, and then uh, the first couple Super Bowls. So it was transitioning into the "quote unquote" Super Bowl era, even though it wasn't called the Super Bowl back then. But Green Bay in that span also won three straight championships: 1965, 66, and 67. That had not been done before. Hasn't been done since. Well, actually, it was done by the Packers from 1929 to 31. But let's throw that crap out because they were playing the Pottsville Maroons and (laughs) they were filming the movie Leatherheads and, you know, (laughs) 23 (laughs) Skidoo. Right. That much I'm willing to overlook. But three straight championships hadn't been done before since in the modern era. There's a reason they call it the Lombardi Trophy. Because the Packers were, the Packers are the greatest dynasty of all time they just are <laughs> they in that 5 out of 7 span they actually lost the championship game to the eagles in 1960 preceding it or it would be 6 out of 8
2: jeez and purely purely theoretically because we're living in a hellscape if the patriots come back next year and do it again then is that under fire that green bay dynasty well that would be 6
6: and 17 years green bay would still be 5 and 7 yeah 5
2: and 7 5 and 7 that's pretty good
6: it's going to be hard to beat how and many how many players switch teams on those Green Bay teams? Just the ones that pissed Lombardi off right <laughs> Senator Jim Ringo famously uh, brought his one of the raise so he got an agent that wasn't in vogue back then. so his agent went in to talk to Lombardi and the guy explained, I'm the agent for Jim Ringo I want to talk about getting Jim a raise and Vincent he hang on one second I gotta make a call just go out in the office for a second there's something so the, the guy went out in the office mm-hmm. comes back in. The guy says, I want to talk about Jim Ringo. And Lombardi says, you're talking to the wrong guy. I just traded him to Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> oh that's awesome. So, but to your point, they, those teams stayed together. The Steelers dynasty stayed together because there was not free agency. If you, if you assembled a team that good, you could keep it together. So, does that make it better or worse? Or doesn't it matter? I mean,
3: I think it makes it more impressive that it's Belichick and
6: Brady and then – a team that changes every year. You could make that argument. 49ers won five in 14 years, and they did it with two different quarterbacks. Does that elevate that in any way? That it wasn't just Bradshaw just Bart Starr or just Tom Brady. They actually went from Montana to Steve Young and, and still won. That's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's our friends uh, in Ohio, the Cleveland Browns. 1946 through 1949, they were in something called the All-American football conference, which was a rival in the NFL. They won four straight titles in that, gained admission to the NFL, and won the NFL championship in 1950, 54, 55, and 64. That's nine in 19 years overall, four in the NFL. Paul Brown, there's a reason he's a legend. They fired him. They did. They fired Belichick.
3: They fired Paul Brown and Bill Belichick. If they were a
6: hospital, they would have fired Jonas Salk. <laughs> How do you do that? But they got a little mileage out of Paul Brown yeah, before they fired. Yeah, they him. did, uh, yeah. and then the total championships thing: it is Green Bay with thirteen, Chicago with nine, and the Giants with eight all time. You're not going to ha- look. It's not a tough
3: sell for me to to uh, say the say Patriots the Green- no. Say that Green Bay is is the greatest. I mean, that's title town. And even though they beat us in a Super Bowl, I still have admiration for that team, and I don't know why. How can you hate the Packers? I can't.
6: Because you can't hate their fans. They're a bunch of fat, beer-swilling, cheese-eating yokels that are fun to hang around.
5: What a ringing endorsement, man.
6: But you know what? Yeah, when we play them <laughs> in the like, Super you Bowl— You don't go to Green Bay and get your ass kicked because you're wearing the other team's jersey. You go to Green Bay if you're wearing a Steeler jersey— and you get caught up in a conversation on how Vince Lombardi and Chuck Noll approached the two-minute drill. I don't want to go to Green Bay because I'll stand out too much, man. <laughs>
5: <laughs> They'll think I'm some backup, you know, yeah. uh, some practice squad guard who's never going to make it. Yeah, you can sign like, a lot of autographs. Why aren't you on the field? Yeah. Like, get some free cheese. Me and my resting <laughs> bouncer
6: body
3: hanging
5: out.
6: <laughs> resting bouncer Yeah, body.
5: it's not going to work.
6: That actually happened to my brother. He went to a Steelers-Packers game by himself. hmm I was covering it, so he stayed with me, and I got him a ticket. And uh, he said the fans—they just—they wouldn't leave him alone in a nice way. They were like so welcoming. And yeah, they, they wanted to talk seventies versus sixties and trade buying rounds of beer, and it was just a big celebration yeah. of football. It's not that way at Gillette. No, it's not that way in Baltimore. It's not that way in two. Occasionally, places. you can get that
1: in baseball. Yes, uh,
6: I've had that experience in baseball, Yankee Stadium. Believe it or not.
1: Right, and I, you know, prior to Fenway's becoming, you know, Disney World for New England, uh, back when it was just baseball, and you know, people weren't wearing green hats and all that other crap, um, it was a place where you could go and talk to anybody about the game. And there's, you know, if you're playing the Twins, there's a bunch of fans there. You'd sit and talk. Now I think it's like everything else. Social media has made it so that everybody's on their heels all the time, and you're expecting that any interaction with with, with a person who has a different color shirt on than you is going to be an attack at you from the start. Yeah, yep. So you don't ever go into it thinking like, all right, even if someone says something kind to you, you're like, what's his angle here?
6: You know, you we've all been turned into cynics who are ready to attack. That's a great point. Because it should be a communal thing. If you're both at the game, you both obviously like the sport. You're willing to invest your right. time to go see it live. Why wouldn't you want to enhance that environment and and can't I, we all just get along? Well, to Randy's <laughs> point, it's
3: Disney World now, so it's yeah. it, it's a it's a tourist attraction. But
1: you know, I remember going to Tigers games and talking with Tigers fans. You know, wearing again, I was raised a Red Sox fan, and and I hate what they've become. But you know, I'd go there to Indians games and be able to talk to those fans. It it was com- completely different now. It's uh, this whole, like, who can uh, diss the other person more, and maybe we can film it and get it on. World star! Yeah. Let's go viral. And it stinks because you lose out on all those great conversations because there were many times, particularly in Boston, where I had conversations with other people from, you know, whoever they're playing from, Toronto or whatever, and you're buying beers with
6: yeah. them and you're hanging out. I had the exact experience at Yankee Stadium one, one year in the summer. My wife and I were doing three days, four days in New York, whatever it was, and uh, – as luck would have it, she was a little sick one morning, uh, <laughs> Saturday morning, <laughs> after a Friday night, so she said, I'm going to lay in bed till about f- 5 o'clock, go do something. So I hopped on the subway, went out to Yankee Stadium, stood in front with one finger up. This guy comes up and explains to me that he's a season ticket holder, his buddy couldn't make it, gives me the ticket, wouldn't take any money for it, and it, it was the second deck right field. We sat there and traded uh, rounds all day and talked about whether or not uh, they should bunt here or... If the outfield was playing too shallow. Yeah, and then and they,
1: they would even share with you, eh, here's our vulnerability, maybe you guys are, should go over there. You know? yeah,
6: and I remember that because there, there was a bases loaded deal. Like, it was a real fast outfielder a couple years ago? Gardner? Brett Gardner, yeah. yeah. I, I was convinced he should bunt, and I had had a few beers at this point, so I was pretty adamant that he should bunt. And he hit a grand slam, (laughs) so the section thanked me for not being the manager. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, no, but it was fun. Was the point? I was was a total stranger, and I don't even remember this guy's name. But we had we had a great three hours.
1: There are still towns where that can happen. Look, that can't, uh, and we're guilty here in Pittsburgh of being selectively gracious Mm. with people from out of town. If you're wearing a Ravens jersey, you're not going to get love. It's just not happening. And conversely, you go to Baltimore in a Steelers jersey, look out. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, the Cleveland rivalry has been somewhat diluted through the years. It's not it, a rivalry anymore. Yeah, it, so that's not as big of a deal if you're up there. Yeah. Let them win two or three in a row. Miracles can happen. and then. <laughs> right, but if Green Bay comes in here, it's not so bad. When Miami was here for the playoff game, you know, I – was like you know c- commending the people who sh- showed up in that weather like hey that's pretty bold of you to come up here and freeze your butt off from miami and you know they were pretty cool but if we're playing the patriots it isn't going to happen that way but pittsburgh is still a town that i would put on the list of you can go there and not get killed i thought I'd-
6: people were pretty welcoming uh, in the stanley cup final relatively speaking but- yes I saw people with San Jose stuff. Not many, but a few. But
1: if we're playing the Flyers, there was a fight outside
6: <laughs> right, on the yeah. smoking deck between uh, every period at the, yeah. at the igloo.
5: So do you think uh, You think that nicest is more so the further away from Pittsburgh that you're yes. from, the better? No, I think it's, it's uh, perception
6: of threat. Yeah, so re, So was regional. If, if you don't think the team could beat you, you're welcoming.
5: Okay, right, right. If, oh, yeah, yeah the, that's the, the very Super Bowl, true. Okay. The
6: Super Bowl in Detroit.
3: Yes. Everybody was cordial to Seahawks fans. Yeah, all three of them. <laughs> yeah, they didn't show, show up. Those guys had a They're really like, good time. But I like, go no, to- <laughs> we have to play the Steelers, and it's in Detroit. No thanks. But we y- get uh, a latte and watch it at home. How many Penguins fans were in Colorado last
1: night?
6: Oh, it sounded like there was a ton, and they kept showing it on TV. Right. jerseys everywhere.
1: And it, I think proximity. Does they are chanting "Let's go Pens." I would wear a Steelers jersey to a Chiefs game in Kansas City.
6: I think you'd be okay with that. <sighs> you know, I, I think Kansas City's um, one. Of those I would places. wear it
1: to Green Bay. Yeah. Would you wear it to Oakland? San Diego. No,
6: San Diego. I
3: wouldn't go cares. to Oakland, even if well, I was yeah. dressed like a Raiders fan.
1: No, I wouldn't wear it to Oakland. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't wear it in I
6: Philadelphia. I wouldn't go to an Oakland game. No, I don't know that I would same. wear it
1: if we played the Giants <laughs> in uh, East Rutherford. I don't know that I would wear it there.
6: Uh,
5: uh, I wouldn't go high up. Yeah, I, I was going to say I think it depends on. Yeah, I would you are. not go high up. If you were like a uh, second third tier, that could be a problem. Um, yeah, we're talking yeah. club seats. You got yeah. a club.
3: Didn't that stadium in Philly, it was named the most violent section, like the five hundred. They have
5: a section. court have, in it. They have a precinct and a courthouse inside of the stadium. With
6: a judge that works Sundays? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: That's
1: so great. Well,
6: so-called judge.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Collier tells you about uh, the new John Wick, Fifty Shades Darker. Is out this weekend. That was an odd name for that movie.
5: I didn't go on vacation recently. (laughs)
1: Bang. (laughs) Norlex in studio with us. DV. Did you watch Channel 11 News this
0: morning? If you did, you
3: No, that's not true. I swear to God. It's a DV. I swear to God on my life, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's tape of it.
1: Uh, All right, so anyways, Sean Collier from Pittsburgh Magazine is here, and there's some some movies out this weekend. Norlex Belma hanging out uh, with
2: us in studio as well. What's going on, Sean? Well, uh, the Lego Batman movie is out this weekend, and uh, we were at the point where we were ready, I think, to parody Batman. We had passed... Peak. I feel like I've heard Definitely. about Batman more than I've heard about, like, Jesus and Santa in the last 10 or 15 years. <laughs> there was a time when he was kind of the cool, like, underground superhero that you didn't hear from that often. Yep. Now he's everywhere. And when Batman is everywhere, you start to notice that Batman, a little whiny. Batman is kind of your friend that really needs to go to therapy but just won't. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you've been you've been complaining about this stuff to me for like five years. Just go see someone. I know I'm talking to you about it. No, I know you're talking to me, but I'm not a professional. You need to how do I even pay for that? Your insurance covers it, Batman. You need to just Is there a copay? Well, yeah, there's a copay. It's like twenty five bucks. It'll be fine. You're rich. No, it's it's he's he's oversaturation. Kind of oversaturated. It's like and Batman you... was
3: Dave Grohl, the drummer in Nirvana, yeah. and now we were experiencing the foo fighters. I'm in every single award show and exactly it's just too much
2: he was ready to be satirized and there's no one better than will arnett as the voice of lego batman to do it he's perfect well he was the breakout star i thought of the lego movie right and the lego movie yes and the lego movie was great i mean i walked into the lego movie thinking how the hell are toy building blocks going to be a film and it was hilarious they're the best suited to do this kind of parody at this point. It's it's got a huge cast. I don't want to say who everybody is because some of that is surprises, but I can tell you who's in it is Michael Sarah Rosario Dawson, Dawson, Rafe Fines is in it. Zach Galifianakis, Jenny Slate, Conan O'Brien, Doug Benson, wow. Billy D Williams, Kate McCucci and Ricky Lindholm, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, uh, it's huge huge loaded cast for the Lego Batman movie and these are these are so good at being funny for adults and children mm. I feel like they wrote the script with the grown-up jokes and the script with the kids jokes and just did both of them because the hits come so quickly in this not only is this a good movie and absolutely not a children's movie this is for everybody but I think it's one of the best Batman movies. <laughs> I really do I mean Dark That's Knight, a hot take. Dark Knight is better, sure. The nineteen eighty nine Tim Burton Batman better, sure. After that, I don't know. Batman begins maybe better. Batman Returns maybe better. But there's more there are more Batman <laughs> movies worse than this than there are Batman movies better than this. <laughs> Definitely. Once you get to your Kilmers and your Cloonies and your Afflecks, it goes down in a hurry. Highest recommendation for the Lego Batman movie. In sharp contrast to 50 Shades Darker, we're back Oh yeah. with the sequel to 50 Shades of Grey. Oh yeah. So, can I just review pornography on the show now <laughs> because that's what we're doing here? I, I I don't know. I don't know why this one is it's just a porno. It's just a like a Skinamax softcore porno that for some reason Gets treated like a real movie. Can I like come on here next week and talk about Boob Party fourteen? Is that allowed now? <laughs> Could
3: you please? By the way, I really want to hear what you have to say about it.
2: Boob Party 14 was my solution for a phrase that sounds like a porno that I can say on the radio. That's what I came up with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Boob Party 14, uh, the plot falls apart right, it really uh, does. nearly right at the beginning. Uh, yeah, Fifty Shades Darker is awful. They, they, even the director from the first one, which was also awful, but she at least kind of saw it, Sam Taylor Johnson kind of saw it for what it was. Uh, she did one of them, and then said no i 'm not doing this again and Then they got another guy whose name i 'm not even going to bother to look up he hadn 't made a feature <laughs> he hadn 't made a feature in ten years, and the last one was a bomb uh, he 's the three doors down of movie directors, and that 's who they had to get to direct fifty shades darker it 's terrible. Dakota Johnson kind of tries. Jamie Dornan is a mound of high-end neckties pretending to be a human. It's just <laughs> terrible. Uh, don't go to that. If you really feel like it, John Wick Chapter 2 is fine. Uh, the original was an unlikely hit. Uh, made a lot of money. It's the, the original is the one where Keanu Reeves is a retired uh, hitman, retired assassin, and Someone kills his dog during a robbery, so he responds by killing that person and every single person that person has ever met. Which, by the way, <laughs> is the appropriate response to someone killing your dog. That's yeah. fine. Some uh, people
3: would say that's an overreaction, but no. I think that
6: those people are wrong.
2: Uh, those people yeah. are cat people, is who yeah. they are. <laughs> uh, Plus,
6: the guy was Russian,
2: right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's how you handle that. Uh, the sequel, the sequel's a little bit. But I wasn't crazy about the first one. It has great action. Uh, particularly because it's not the fast cut, shaky camera Liam Neeson thing. It's here's a, like it's like John Carpenter. It's here's a shot of the fight scene that stays still, and you can see the whole thing. That was great in the first one. This one's a little bit better because there's more action and less of Keanu Reeves talking, which is always wow. a little bit of a shaky spot.
3: <laughs> Without spoiling anything, did yeah. they kill his new dog?
2: I'll I'll unspoil that is this to like say, the
3: taken movies where no. his daughter
2: keeps getting the, abducted the, there's there is about 60 <laughs> seconds where you think something might have happened to the dog but the dog <laughs> is okay and yeah, i know that's a trigger dog. from people so that'll help the dog yeah. gets through all right unlike hundreds and hundreds of bad guys so if you want some action sure but lego batman is the film to see this weekend. All right,
1: Sean Collier will be performing as part of our loaded show tomorrow night at Club Cafe, and that starts at ten o'clock.
2: Ten thirty. Tickets now at clubcafelive.com. Bill Crawford will be there. Gene Collier, Ray Wadney, Mike Sasson, Samantha Bentley, Suzanne Lawrence. You might say that the lineup is loaded. Oh. Hence at, mm. the name.
1: Uh huh. Looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Yeah. Nice.
2: Only a few tickets left, though, so do not think you're getting it at the door. Go to clubcafelive.com right Knox now. Knox Boys
1: uh, coming up in the coffee house after 9 o'clock. And Mike, it's almost Valentine's
6: Day. That it is. Valentine's Day is next week, but you shouldn't be afraid of that. You should embrace it. You should celebrate it, even. You can do all that good stuff regarding Valentine's Day. If you trust Pro Flowers, they're offering two dozen assorted roses and a free glass vase for just $29.99 plus shipping and handling. Or you can upgrade to two dozen long-stemmed assorted roses with a premium vase and chocolate for just $9.99 more. All you have to do is go to proflowers.com and use my code, MikeP. Problem solved. We've done that. The roses are already in the house. You can see them from just about everywhere. My wife likes them, which means I like them, which means Valentine's Day is going to be a hit at the Pursuit of House. You can have your Pro Flowers delivered to her office if you prefer, or Pro Flowers will send them wherever you like on the day that you want them to get there. And they'll arrive with Pro Flowers 7-Day Freshness guarantee you can't beat pro flowers price convenience and quality that's why pro flowers has been winning valentine's day since 1998 but the only way to get this done is to go to proflowers.com click the blue microphone in the top right corner and type in my code mike p that's pro flowers blue microphone mike p this amazing valentine's day offer expires soon so don't delay order from pro flowers today
2: step into the world of power loyalty